What's going on, everybody? Back here on the whole nine with my boys, Jack, the king, and uh, Naughty Nick wearing his burger, brawler, whatever the fuck that is, shirt. What is it, Nick? It's a, uh, you know what, dude? It's a disclosed event I attended, and it just doesn't, shouldn't bear any of your interests, so just forget about it. Burger bear. Yeah. It's what it is, buddy. Uh, we're sitting here watching uh, Arizona versus USC. Uh, pretty shitty college basketball game, but that was Jack's selection. Um, got a jam-packed show for you tonight with the whole nine. Uh, did you guys look over the uh, show that I sent you? Of course. Why Why wouldn't I be prepared? You know, I'm, I'm proud to have a co-host that's prepared. I, like, did not, I did not look over. Well, at least I have one co-host that's prepared, but, uh, you know, Jack. Maybe uh, 2020, you change it up a little bit and uh, come more prepared. Mm, nah. That's all right. What are you going to do? You can't reel them all in. But uh, we had a Super Bowl this weekend, and um, I know you guys threw a hell of a shindig for the Super Bowl. It was a blast, as always. Um, Andy Reid gets his first title, like I predicted a month ago, over the San Francisco 49ers. I know I'm smart. Um, you don't have to remind me. I wasn't Yeesh. going to. Um, it's your definition of smart. What did you guys think of the game as a whole? Um, I don't think it lived up to the hype that we all had for it. Um, it's a shame because I think if that game was played 50 times or 100 times, you know, maybe 75 to 85% of them would have been much more entertaining than what we saw on Sunday. Yeah, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty flat, honestly. Definitely flat until the fourth quarter. And even when the Chiefs started coming back and you could kind of begin to tell that once they got the ball back down 2017, you can kind of tell that they were going to win that game. And they just won going away and there wasn't much drama after um, they took the lead there, man. Um, it's just a shame. I think it definitely was the two best teams in the NFL. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, Nick. I think the game felt a little flat in the first three quarters. Um, it was a shame that the... Kyle Shanahan really failed his team. I don't blame any 49er for that loss. I really don't. I mean, Jimmy G needs to shoulder some of the blame. Yeah, but like, he like I thought they did enough to keep the lead, and and they had that interception, and Kyle Shanahan blew it. If they just kept moving the ball after that that last interception, San Francisco had, I think they could have easily won the game. Yeah, that's that's an interesting idea. I mean, oh Shanahan, of course, deserves a lot of the blame here, but um. I saw the biggest argument this week on a lot of stations was, <clears throat> I saw the argument on a lot of stations this week was, um, did the Chiefs win the game or did San Fran lose the game? Do you think it was a combination of both or do you think San Fran just let this one get away? I don't know. I think, um, honestly, evidently, I kind of think San Fran let it. I don't think the Chiefs did anything different. I thought they were defending them good all game. I thought that they were moving the ball well on the ground. I thought they were doing enough to win. They were winning for majority of the game. I, I thought it was. I didn't think the Chiefs pulled anything out magical. I thought that. I thought San Fran definitely blew the game. Yeah, I thought Andy Reid outcoached uh, Shanahan that game, and I, I think that's why the Chiefs won. Yeah, I think so too, Jack. Um, there's something to be said for Andy Reid keeping his guys in it. Um, San Fran had the ball with eight minutes left up 20 to 10 past midfield i mean the odds for kansas city to win that game were long and then they win it by two possessions it's it was one of those teams that could score as fast as lightning and um yeah i was waiting for that one tyreek hill bomb and it came at the right time yeah i mean the guy's always like just so good at getting he only needs so really one fast. a game one, one one of those a game yeah 
100 game changer. He's a game changing wide receiver because of his speed. Um, on another note, Patrick Mahomes, um, in my opinion, did not deserve to win MVP, and he did. And I think this is another thing I wrote down in our um, in our script for the show tonight. I just am not happy with the fact the NFL decided on Mahomes for MVP. I am a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes, as both of you know. But um, I do not think he was the MVP of that football game. I'd like to hear what you guys think of that. I agree with you, Bob, but I understand why they gave it to him. Like, he's such a big name in the sport. Yeah, it's... Like, imagine Damian Williams. I mean, I think he should get MVP. Of, don't get me wrong. Of course, Damian Williams like, is MVP. It's like to... Um, they're just trying to build the image of Patrick Mahomes right. as this 24-year-old superstar, the new face of the NFL now that Rodgers is in his late 30s and Brady is maybe not even playing for New England next year and definitely on his way out the door. Yeah, I hate the uh, stupid stigma of like the quarterback always getting the Super Bowl MVP just because it's like, oh, they played a, a, amongst great pressure because it's the Super Bowl. They still have to play good. Like Damian Williams isn't going to win an MVP. He, you know, he's not even like a top tier running back. It's just kind of like this could have been a big moment for him to get a Super Bowl MVP. He could have been like the 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 peak of his career, and I don't know. I, I thought he deserved it. I thought he got it kind of stripped from him, just for the pure sake. Like you guys said that Patrick Mahomes is a name. Yeah, I do not think um, they handled the situation right. Mahomes did not play a great game um, up until the fourth quarter, of course, and. He really wasn't the MVP of this game. I just want to give you guys a quick rundown of um, Damian Williams' stats from the Super Bowl. He had 17 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown, 38 yard yards was his longest run. And then even in the receiving game, he had four catches for 29 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the guy played lights out. He contributed in every way. And... Clearly, he had one of the best games he's ever had as a pro, and it was on the biggest stage. Um, I think he got snubbed for MVP, and I, I just don't like the reasoning behind it. Even though I do know a lot of quarterbacks often deserve the MVP, um, I don't think Mahomes did in this case, and I think the NFL just gave it to him to build that superstar image of a 24-year-old young quarterback. Yeah, definitely snub, because um, their offense wasn't really moving that much majority of the game anyway without him. Now, I know you guys don't pay much attention to the lines in this case, but um, before the game started, Mahomes was plus 110, the uh, favorite to win MVP. Damian Williams, I believe, was 17 to 1 plus 1,700. Nick, do you think maybe there was any bearing there? Now, I'm not a. I love conspiracies, but I'm generally not a sports conspiracy theorist. I don't know. You think it's more so just the NFL wanting to build their brand? No, I think Andy Reid just picked it, dude. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying for like the game as a whole. I'm talking Are you talking about the line? Does does a coach pick the MVP of the game? I, I, I don't know. didn't I never knew I don't that. know who the fuck picks the like, MVP. Yeah, who specifically picks the uh Super Bowl MVP? I have no idea. Have you ever heard an no, answer to that, Jack? Yeah, I but don't I know. definitely don't think there's a conspiracy behind. I'll have to check that out. But um No, I, I don't either, but like, I who just, who would need that much money in that position? Well, no, I just thought it was kind of interesting that, um, that you know, if Vegas were to ever have a hand in something like that, it got rigged possibly for the guy that was plus 110 instead of the guy that would be paying out 17 to 1. If Mahomes doesn't win MVP, 
Vegas definitely loses on that prop bet. But uh, I don't think there's anything shady going on here. Voting I just thought it begins, was an interesting idea. Voting begins in the fourth quarter uh, when it's when the fourth quarter starts. It remains open for the remainder of the game and is divided among two groups. A large majority of the vote, 80%, is determined by 16 members of the Professional Football Writers of America who are on site to cover the game. The remaining 20% is determined by fans with online votes allowed since 2001. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, but, um, so weird. Guess, yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of um, strange. But, um, you know, with, with the NFL winding down now, obviously, after the Super Bowl, we have a couple months until the draft. Um, I was just wondering what you guys were looking forward to over the next few months. Uh, I um, formed a list of five things that I'm looking forward to from five to one, and uh, I was wondering if you guys had anything specific you were looking forward to. I know you guys probably made up some lists here. so Yeah, I mean – as far as like singular events that are happening in 2020, I guess there's a few, but like other than that, it's just the stuff I always do, you know? Right. Movies, fucking listening to whatever podcast, watching UFC. I don't know, man. But as far as like singular sporting events, uh, we got the XFL coming up. I'll, I'll give that one week to see how intriguing it is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having football outside of the NFL here. And um, hopefully it survives, and hopefully it's entertaining. Uh, I think some of the rule changes might actually keep us intrigued, unlike leagues past, like the AAF and those shit ones that folded before the season was even over. I'm going to give you my number five right now. Opening day. It's one of my biggest days of the year. Head down to the park, see Bryce, you know, knock about three balls out of the park. Maybe, uh, Maybe the Phillies are are bound for a little bit of a run this year last year was a huge disappointment but uh opening day i haven't i've only missed one opening day in the last i believe it's 18 years so um it's one of my favorite days of the year i cut class head down to the park um have you guys ever been to an opening day yeah i've been yeah, to multiple and i must say bob i have baseball just baseball season in general at, at my number five on my list as well that's cool um, I do not. I'm, I'm not eating any food until Chris Bryan is on the Phillies. Nick, didn't I get an opening day with you one year? Yeah, and the, they got the Phillies got destroyed, absolutely dismantled. Right, that was like in the in the run after, uh, like when Howard and Dutley were all and yeah. Rollins were all out of their primes. Right. Yeah. In between then and now, I'm looking forward to baseball. As much as people complain about how boring it is, um, and even I, like I'm a huge baseball fan, I, I still don't sit down and watch every game anymore. Uh, you know, it's just too time-consuming. But every night I'm either watching, and if I'm not, I'm on my phone checking the scores. Uh, it keeps me intrigued throughout the year, and um, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, How about uh, what's, Wilder what's and Fury? On list? That's number four on your Wilder list? Wilder and Fury, um, for sure. That's I did coming not have up. that on my list. I, I forgot about that. We're two weeks away from Wilder Fury. You it's... don't get a lot of boxing matches that uh, make you want to watch. And Yeah, this is definitely one of them. Outside of like Mayweather, Pacquiao, you know, and these few heavyweights like Joshua, Wilder, and Fury, I feel like the only boxers that I watch these days are like Logan Paul. Yes. Yeah. No, the <laughs> YouTube boxing scene even a boxer, generates honestly? a shit ton of money. Him and uh, what's the other dude's name? K- well, KSI. KSI. Now Antonio Brown's in the mix. <laughs> CM AB. Punk was thrown in there. AB's on the show again. It's, yeah. it's like a weekly occurrence now. But I'm just saying, like, that YouTube shit, man, like, you know, boxer, a lot of boxers don't have names. And if you get two celebrities say, hey, let's watch them fight, it's intriguing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
Jack, what do you got at number four here? Uh, I have the Masters at number four, Bob. Yeah, I uh, have that coming up soon. Um, love the Masters. I'll save my little bit when we get there. But um, my number four is the NBA Finals, and I have some reasoning here. I think the league is as wide open as it's been in a long time, even though the Lakers are a heavy favorite, and now with the death of Kobe, a lot of people think they might just run away and hide with this thing and, you know, make a, uh, a huge run and win the finals. And the weak East. I think a team like the Miami Heat, after acquiring Iguodala, with Jimmy Butler playing some of the best basketball of his career, why not a team like Miami? The Bucks definitely have a chance. They're putting together one of the best regular seasons we've seen. The East hasn't turned out to be as bad as we all thought it would be. And the West is clearly as stacked as we all thought it would be. So I'm really looking forward to seeing who gets there. Yeah, depending on who makes the championship, uh, it could be a really interesting series, especially if the Lakers are involved, especially with that team. Yeah, for sure, with LeBron. What am I, number three? Yeah, good. Um, I'm not sure if this is too far away from where we are right now in time, but I'm actually going to go with uh, the Summer Olympics. Yeah, that's a good one, Nick. I thought about making it into my top five, but the Olympics were never like huge for me. I do enjoy for well a for me events here. It's and specifically there. the sevens rugby because when yeah. it's on televised for me, like, I've played that sport for so long now, and I love it. Uh, I'm interested. I like watching the World Cup, and w- when when you see it on TV uh, in the Olympics now, it's a lot of fun to watch. Out of curiosity, Nick, who's the who's the favorite coming in? The best the best sevens rugby team in the world is Fiji. Really? Fiji's really, really good. America's good. South South Africa's very good. England? England's up there, and then New Zealand probably too. Is Fiji a team that's always been, like, known for sevens rugby? Yeah. Dude, they're incredible. Like, if you you don't even have to know anything about rugby, if you watch them play sevens rugby, you'll be mesmerized. Yeah, and sevens rugby is awesome because just how fast the game is. Yeah. I love it, man. I played it for years. I know you have. yeah. Yeah, it's... We've been to a few of your games, me and the King. We had our we had our uh, moments on the bench talking about the rules of rugby, <laughs> talking about the ball exploding <laughs> into a million pieces. We're just odd people. <laughs> what do you got at number three, Jack? I have the triple crown, Bob. Oh, you know I love that. Oh, I'm a I'm sucker a huge, for the triple crown. Huge horse racing guy, and I, I enjoy the triple crown. Does anything so beat Belmont Day? Down at uh, I, I Delaware love, Park. I love Kentucky Derby the best. The, well, yeah, the Derby Day's great, but is there anything better than heading down to Delaware Park on Belmont Day? BD1's on the grill, grilling up the burgers oh, and dogs. Oh, good God, you got him in storytelling. And, uh, he, loves, he loves setting the scene, like illustrating – you got the sun shining, and, and this the, is going on over is, here. I've never been to one, so I You've never been to Deep Park with us? Yeah, you have. When Dad went, you definitely Oh, went. you mean, well, you said go down to Belmont. We've never been to Belmont. Oh, no, no, uh, no. For I've been to Deep Park. On Belmont oh, yeah. Day. Oh. On, on Belmont well, yeah, Day, we've been we to, go to Park. Belmont. No, I, yeah, I love Deep Park. Yeah, yeah, no, I've never been to the Belmont, which would be pretty cool one year. but uh, well, I went as a kid, but I never went with Yeah, pretty year, yeah. pretty much every year we end up down Delaware Park for the Belmont, man, and... You know, it's it's 95 degrees. Lot, I'm sweating. A lot of money being thrown around. I have too much money in my pocket to begin with in the beginning of the day. Too little money at the end of the day. It gives me the scaries, and um, but it's a great time. What's your number three, Bob? So um, I went with the Masters here at number three. That was Jack's number four. I thought about making this number two just because, you know, 
it's the Masters tradition like none other. But uh, I went with three here. I love the Masters, my favorite golf tournament of the year. I know it's a little cliche, but it is just flat out the best from history, tradition. Same and, course um, every year. The it's, course, it's the best. It's, it's fantastic, and uh, I just love the Masters. What are we at, number two? Yes, sir. My number two, I can't use, like, one sport as a whole, so I'm going to use, you know, one event, and it's going to be Habib Nurmagomedov against Tony Ferguson in April. Really looking forward well, to that. Well, Nick, part. I have my number two, UFC, because starting this weekend, we have eight straight Yeah, weeks. I just didn't know, like, you know, I didn't want to say, like, one sport. You know, But I, it's really rare that we have eight straight weeks of the yeah, UFC. Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, um, it's funny you guys said that. My number two is very similar to yours. Um, mine isn't Khabib, though, and it's not the UFC in general. How about Connor's next fight? Okay, yeah, that that's, makes sense. Um, that's going to be big time. Hopefully, I'm hoping for Diaz. Uh, are you guys hoping for anyone specific? Or I they tell us they would tell those two fighters with their mouths would tell a great story. So I'd be down for that. Yeah, and I'm I'm leaning Masvidal's Diaz. Booked. Anybody but Mayweather, honestly. He's not. Yeah, he's not I, I wouldn't want that. Masvidal's booked and um, uh, Khabib's obviously booked. So yeah, Masvidal Usman. When they booked that for? I, I I think it's uh, International Fight Week in July. Bob and I's prediction still on the table. I was Gaethje and he was Diaz, so we'll see what happens. I'm telling you, if they book Connor for a Diaz fight within the next couple months, and he wins, and Masvidal wins against Usman somehow, then, then Connor's fighting Masvidal. Connor's in fighting Miami. Masvidal for the strap at 170 to become the first MMA fighter to ever have in a Miami, strap in though. three weight classes. I'm telling you that that's been my prediction for the last few weeks now, and I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to become a believer. I think the toughest part of that is Masvidal beating Usman. But if that happens, I'm telling you, McGregor's going to fight for his third strap in a third different weight class, and that's going to be a spectacle like none other, especially with him and Masvidal hyping that fight. Yeah, I don't just don't think Masvidal is going to win. Uh, to be well, I'm rooting for him. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not rooting for him, but I don't. I think that guy is going to have that belt for a long time. I really do. We're going to find out soon enough. Some guy, sometimes guys like that, they get a little over cocky. Yeah, I just, I know, I just, I don't know if he's got enough weapons, man. He's a brawler, and this guy's an elite wrestler and ground yeah, and pounder. Definitely is. All right, so let me recap at number five before I say my number one. I had XFL, and then I had uh, Wilder Fury, then I had the Summer Olympics. Then I had Nurmagomedov against Tony. I have a feeling. So, Bob, how weird is it? I have you and Jack. I have no golf. I have no basketball. And I have no baseball. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling all of our number ones are going to be the same. I'm 99% sure Jack and I have the same number one. But actually. Nick definitely now, doesn't share yeah, our number one, Bob. Yeah, no, no. I, I think I. Mean, I March Madness is the clear number one. Yeah, yeah. But I think I know where you Nick's going to go at number it. one. Now. You guys ruined your number ones. Yeah, but like I have a feeling I know where Nick's going. How do you guys go. not know what my number one is? It has to do with it's definitely WrestleMania. Um, it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yes, yeah. are you kidding me? It's my favorite sporting event for, of the year. Yeah, WrestleMania is awesome. I haven't missed a Mania in years. I, I also thought about putting that into my top five, Nick, but uh, I didn't. But March Madness. I mean, it's the best time of the year. Bro. <laughs> it's yeah. it's the greatest four days that I can think of. I will be saving all of my skips from school. For the that Thursday, that Friday, I hope my professors don't listen to the podcast because I will be sitting on my ass from twelve oh five until one a.m. 
on Thursday and Friday and then sitting on the couch Saturday and Sunday just watching college ball, baby. Jack, what do you think of that? Like, that's, that that's the exceptional, life. exceptional, Bob. It, it sounds great. It's my favorite four days of the year. Hey, man, if we it watch. the Super Bowl for me. It's, hey, it's my favorite sporting event. Hey, man, if we watch together, we'll set up five TVs, 5,000 TVs. Every year I, I, have, I have everyone here for Thursday. It's just a it's just a beautiful, beautiful event. And uh there's a lot to look forward to this year. It's gonna be an action packed twenty twenty in sports and uh it's an election year, but we don't talk politics here. But Nick, uh, uh what, that that'll be eventful. What's the too. biggest uh fight in WrestleMania? Biggest fight in WrestleMania? What what's the headlines? Uh well you got Lesnar and McIntyre. Um That's about all that's booked right now besides well, like no, Orton Ed- Edge. Edge and Orton's yeah. gonna be huge. Yeah. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley will be gigantic. Is that official? Still the the card still has to fill out though. Is Ripley uh Charlotte Flair official? Basically, unless they throw they might throw Bianca Bell in there for a uh triple threat. I always it. love a good championship triple threat at WrestleMania. It's one what, of my favorites. Yeah, when is WrestleMania? April, uh, April. It's a Sunday. It's, a it's usually spring. early is April. Is it a spring event, though? Early yeah, it's April, spring. I believe. It's yeah. early April. And, I don't and know. SummerSlam follows. Yeah. Sure. SummerSlam is a summer. Well, there's event, many pay per views, but the big. Thanks, f- there's many pay per views, but it's like golf. It has it has its big four, with its little tours in between. Yeah, I think. And that's yes, I just cool. compared wrestling to golf. It's actually funny. It's, it's, it's actually funny, comparison. Nick. Yeah, the way you look at that, it's actually very comparable. Golf has its four majors and. Wrestling has, you know, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Royal Rumble. And golf's, they call it their fifth major, is the players. What would you consider uh, wrestling's, you know, fifth major? Fifth major. Like, um, like I won, like, Money in the Bank. Maybe Money in the Bank. Money in the bank. Name. Oh, what's, what are the biggest fights in, in wrestling? Mania, Rumble, SummerSlam? Yeah, and there's one more. Uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series? But then there's a bunch of, like, you know, Hell like in a no Cell. No rules match, Hell in a Cell. Well, right. there's Money in the Bank, Hell in a Cell, Fastlane, all that kind of stuff. Elimination Chamber? Yeah. All right, all right well, Nick, we got you, our... Do you have the uh, we're general getting into knowledge? The general knowledge. Challenge for me and Jack? All right. Did you do the research? Ten questions. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to put the king off his throne and out of his misery. Um, Who would like to go first? I think we should do rock, paper, scissors like you guys did last week. All Ready, right. Jack? Yes. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, one oh me, right. Jack. One oh BD. Are we doing two out of three? Just take it. All right. All right. I'll All right. So f- you guys. I will go. No, I don't want to hear who got the easier order because you guys did rock, paper, scissors. No, no. We're good. We're no, good. but I get to choose. You, got, Whoever won got to choose first or second. I'll go first. Yeah. Ready whenever you are. All right. And we're doing the same thing as uh, last time. If I get it wrong, Jack has yeah. a chance to steal, and then if he, you know, yes. vice versa. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, Bob, what is the capital of the state, North Dakota? Would that be Fargo? That's South Dakota. I don't even think it's uh, the capital of South Dakota, but Fargo. I have not. A- Actually, no. Fargo's in North Dakota, I think, but it's not the capital. I got no fucking idea. No, I, I think if you if you give me a second, is it like Bismarck? Yes. Yeah. That does not count, though. No, no, it doesn't count. Jack, I once Jack said he had no idea, I just kind of threw it out it's there. Bismarck, man. I, Why'd I knew, you say Fargo? I was between Fargo and Bismarck. Uh, oh, that's a shame. I, I had it right there. All right, hit me up. Um, so, Jack, what was the first NFL team with cheerleaders? The Dallas Cowboys. Good guess. It was the Baltimore Colts. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got a chance to steal. Oh. Be careful right. next time. 
But uh, were you going to say the Colts? It's okay. I was not going to say the Baltimore Colts. Who were you going to say? So you're okay. I, I would have had to think for a second, but it would not have been the Baltimore Colts. So it's okay. All right, round two, question three to me. All right, Bob, we're getting into the presidents here. Okay, this should be fun. The fourth president of the United States of America was. That would be <laughs> Jack's raring and ready to go. Oh, I got there. the sporkle. You know how many times I did that sporkle quiz? Uh, the fourth president. Uh, <laughs> I'm between two names here, dude. I don't want to yeah, fuck this too, up. Yeah, me too, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's either it's either Adams or Monroe. I'll go Monroe. No. Madison. Yes. Oh, that Madison. That's Madison. right. God damn it. 1-0 Jack. Oh, no. And it's no. his turn. This is terrible. All right, Jack. What was Quentin Tarantino's first feature-length film that debuted in 1992? True Romance? No. 92. Pulp Fiction. No. Reservoir Dogs. Ah. Uh, Pulp Fiction was his second film. True Romance was the first movie he wrote. Uh, All right, so Bob. close. This famous palace, located in India, is known as one of the eight wonders of the world. Would that be the Taj Mahal? Correct. Bob only knows it from the one in Atlantic City. One one. This the is one, a good. This is better. The one than in Atlantic City was uh, is not there anymore. Last so. week I blew out Jack, so this is going pretty well right now. So uh, what's this? That was question five. So this is question six. Jack's third question, and the this will be the last question of the third round. Jack, which baseball player? has the most World Series rings. Wow. Alex, I mean, I mean it's got to be a Yankee. I don't know. I'm just going to go Rodriguez. No. I have no idea. Player or, or just coach, Nick? Player or, with the most it's rings. It's a player? Uh, it's tough. Just just give me Babe Ruth. I think I'm wrong. No. you got. It is is it a old, it's an old Yankee. Um, One more guess. Yogi Berra? Yes. Wow. Are we counting that? No, no. we're not counting. No, no. I, wow, my first Bob. guess was wrong. He That's is ten two points f- I leave on the board. He is 10-4 in World Series. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Ten rings. Oh, I, I should have known that. Years. I'm a moron. I'm... I'm not happy about that. That's, that's yeah, like two Jack, points I leave. On you the were board good with not. the Yankees, but if you're gonna guess the Yankees, you gotta guess the old Yankees. Yeah, when they were I, like didn't a, want, I didn't know. I was I was gonna say Ruth too, but you said like Jimmy Fox or like Don. I, don't I know. knew when I said Ruth, it was too obvious, and now I leave two points on the board. But uh, heading around four, question seven, it's one, one one. Bob, this Italian astronomer is known as the oh, father of observational astronomy. Uh, it's actually it's actually not that Yo, don't he's say well anything. known. You better get this right because I know it. Galileo, Galileo. Yes. <laughs> How'd you know it? Uh, I was just like thinking back and uh, I knew Galileo is an astronomer. I'm shocked you got that and one. Galileo sounds Italian. So Galileo, Galileo. I tried to get into all facets here. I got history, sports. Yeah, you're, science. you did a very good job with question selection. I like this a lot. Not too hard, not too easy. So what is it, 2-1-U? Correct, Jack. This is the second part of round four. Question eight, 2-1. All right, Jack, this serial killer terrorized the streets of London in 1888. Oh, wow. Jack the Ripper. That is correct. That's correct. Yeah, I was waiting to steal that one. I Jack was, right. was just in London. I was and, just in London. I know all about uh, it. 2-2. Going to the final round. This is riveting stuff, people. Riveting. Bob. Yes. Which movie is this quote from? Okay. As far back as I remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Uh, wow, this is, I'm surprised, you guys. Uh, so I'm thinking 
It's definitely one where it could be narrated by the guy that says this. Um, I call time, sir. I don't think it's Godfather or Goodfellas. Is it Goodfellas? I don't know. Um, Goodfellas. That's correct. Let's go. Yes. 3-2 and the pressure's on Jack. The final question. Jack. Jack has a look in his eye. He looks scared. Like a little puppy. Which deceased rock singer performed the 2007 Super Bowl halftime show? 2007 halftime show. This is Do, do you know it, Bob? I do not off the top of my head. I have some good guesses. Deceased rock singer? Like, like classic rock. I mean, yeah, classic rock can be a lot of things, but, you know, he played guitar. Played guitar. I don't know. Since he died recently... Because it was seven. I'm just going to say Tom Petty. It was Prince. Prince. Oh, oh so close. Jackie boy. A three to two defeat for the king. Like I told you I would do, I dethroned him. Bob, I think that's the first time. All right. It was close. It was close. In a general knowledge. It was a hell of a battle. And that calls for one thing, if you ask me. Jack, next week, get the questions ready. Me and Nick are going to go mano y mano. You don't want to go against me, dude. Well, we both beat Jack. I know so much useless um, information. I believe you and I both got three answers correct. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I think we might have a good battle together, Nick. Do you really think you'd wipe the floor with me? Depending on the questions, yeah. I, if it's like, I don't know, sports-centric stuff, you might have me, but I know a lot of useless the shit. The questions dude. are going to be more like yours was today, Nick. All right, yeah, then I should crush you. And then I want to rematch. Yeah, man, I, I like this segment going forward. I think it's very fun. You know, it either do weekly or bi-weekly, whatever. But uh, next week, me and Nick, it'll be fun. But uh, moving on to a segment we haven't had in a few weeks, and I'm very happy that we're bringing it back tonight. It is Whack Jobs of the Week, everybody's favorite segment here at The Whole Nine. Uh, I believe I sent you guys the three stories, so we are ready to go. So our first story this week comes from Huffington Post. Man seriously overreacts when 75 cent credit card charge is declined. And if you play the video, this this guy just goes absolutely ape shit through a 7-Eleven. Like, I don't know. Can you can you guys imagine? Oh my god, he's beating the shit out of a clerk at 7-Eleven over 75 cents. Uh, this guy is just top-notch scum of the earth, right? You got to figure he's buying some cheap, cheap speed with that money. Either that or a cheap condom. What do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know, Bob, because like, I've never seen a crackhead more happier than me giving him a dollar outside of Phil Stakes. Because I don't know, a dollar to those guys is like a, a million dollars. Yeah, man, I always thought it was kind of weird, no matter like where the 7-Eleven was located. I've always found that outside of 7-Elevens, there's... Uh, there's beggars, and um, it's always an interesting crowd. No matter where the 7-Eleven's located, it could be Newtown Square, it could be, you know, the inner city, it could be anywhere. It's yeah, just it's like, like an a, interesting it's crowd. It's a very specific store. Very weird, dude. It's uh, like a bootleg Wawa, but it's like, there's like some necessities in there, but like people that go in there get like those taquito things, and you're just kind of like, ugh. So I would say this guy, what do you think, Jack? This guy just seems down on his luck and... Just well, what I find interesting ballistic. here, Bob, is that the article states that the the 
the brother of the man who owns the 7-Eleven thinks it's part of a bigger problem. Like something is up. And I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm going to follow this story in the news and see what happens. See, I love following stories like this because this is the important shit. Like nobody wants to walk into 7-Eleven one day and this guy's got a hostage situation going on. You know what I mean? The, the quote says the be country careful. is polarized right now. I mean, like this is sweeping. This guy can find 70, 75 cents at, uh, on the top of like a fucking sewer grate. And <laughs> well, you know, man, sometimes you just get so beaten down by the world. You just don't want to deal with the bullshit of getting your 75 cents back from your credit card company. The other day, I was 50 cents short at a store, and the lady did not give one fuck. Yeah, uh, these guys seem to have clearly have cared. Uh, they were willing to be punched over 75 cents. If, so, if uh, I drop a quarter, I'm debating whether or not I want to pick it up. I feel the same way, Jack, but not everybody's like you and I. Um, you and I have... Uh, some not too great tendencies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just pathetic. But uh, this guy is clearly out of his fucking skull. But uh, this next guy is actually kind of this is kind of horrifying. No, I stand by this guy. <laughs> what this new guy? The second story? The Canadian businessman? But, no, hold on. I'm sorry, my, my things all no, right no, here. no. You're you're one you're you're one off. Uh, Florida man arrested in nursing yeah, home see, murder I don't, I don't said he accomplished what? his life goal. Well, congrats, not, dude. Everybody, Jesus. I swear we're not laughing about the murder because that's just morbid and horrible. I'm laughing about why this dude said it was his life goal. That makes this guy an absolute sociopath, psychopath. And everything in between, I'm horrified of this guy. I wouldn't want to come he near this guy. He killed a 95-year-old patient. She lived that long just to get murdered by this fuck. Why was it his life goal, Nick? He compared uh, it to climbing Mount Everest. What, the thrill of murder? That is, that's just some deep, dark shit, man. Uh, this guy is forever a whack job. Probably a little too serious for what we do here in this I mean, segment. is this whack jobs of the week but or violent offender of the week? <laughs> Seriously. It's more than violent offender, Jesus. dude. He called it his life goal. Like, how cracked out can you be? Uh, that That's about all we have with this story. I, I don't have the heart to continue. But uh, our third one of the now, day. This man is on something. This guy is just a fucking idiot. Like, just skip town, avoid paying. Like, Canadian businessman says he burned $1 million in cash to avoid paying his ex-wife's child support bills. Get the fuck out of here. What a beast. I would never burn $1 million in cash. You could catch me dead before I ever do something like that. He should have buried it. That yeah. way he could leave like a secret coded treasure map for us. And we could like follow the clues and decipher the codes and use our passports to go to Canada and dig what, it up. What, for the whole nine? Like the whole nine adventure? Just like, no, he should have just buried the million dollars and left behind like... That would have been awesome. Zodiac... Type codes. We could have been like we could have been like Nicholas Cage in National Treasure, just international treasure. Yeah, now, and like the okay. finder doesn't have to give it to the wife for child support. Now he told the judge that he burnt them. There's really no proof, and the judge said he doesn't believe him. So maybe he did bury it, and this is just a cover story. Yeah, this this dude is just strange to begin with. I mean, if he is lying about that, nobody's gonna believe it because uh, I actually believe this guy because. It, in a weird way, like, I feel like he's a businessman. He's smart enough to know a judge wouldn't believe 
a lie like burning a million dollars. You know it's just a toxic marriage. He just I doesn't want he doesn't want the and, wife to get over on and him. Fun fact, he ran for mayor of Ottawa. I think this guy was crazy enough to burn a million dollars because he's a fucking he's wack probably job. loaded, dude. I, you have to be loaded to burn a million dollars, right? will still go to college. I mean, what? El Chapo was spending millions of dollars. Do you just compare this man bands. to the most notorious criminal in the face of No, the no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying uh, money must not mean something to you if you're burning it. That's what El Chapo did, too. Listen, I'm giving the fucking whack job of the week to uh, the first guy, for sure. Not Psycho Killer? No. He's not a whack job. He's just yeah. criminally insane. He's not yeah. wacky. More insane, you know, the I 75, guess. The 75 head thing, I mean, look, I like saving up some coins here and there in my little, my little bank for fun, you know? Yeah. My inner kid comes out, but Jesus. Yeah. This, this guy was ready to throw down over 75 cents. This guy literally is pissed that he can't buy three airheads next time he walks into 7-Eleven. This guy so. probably lives in a storage bin. <laughs> If that's <laughs> he might live outside the Seven Eleven, Nick, but that's yeah. that's for another day. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with you here. Um, yeah, I'll say this guy is rumor has it he's mad. He just went through on the block. Rumor has it he was just mad. He went through a recent divorce with a raccoon. But <laughs> I mean, rumor has it this guy was Antonio Brown. Oh no. Yeah, I, mean, I heard there's been human, could happen one day. I heard there's been human raccoon hybrids seen walking around Quebec or wherever this. Where was this at? I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere in shit, Canada. Yeah, I just love. I don't know. I love this wacky shit. Yeah, <laughs> I just love whack jobs. Are you week. guys going with the seventy-five? Yeah, guy yeah, too? yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with him. You. I'm with him. He's, he's clearly because the murder's just, not just right. the murder is just it interests me, but it's just uh, too it's dark. too much to entertain and on, on a comedic show like this. I agree. And then the million dollar guy, he's just a fucking stone cold G. So I gotta give it to the seventy-five cent guy. Yeah, I'm I'm in seventy-five cent guy. You're moving on to the whack job to the tournament. Dorney. Welcome. You probably will not, not too make wacky one. though. He might be like a sixteen seed. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he might be an early exit. But uh, we'll see. You never know. There's been upsets. But um, last topic of the night. Uh, this is got this could be pretty pretty quick. It doesn't have to be long and draw drawn out because you know we get into the UFC debate weekly here normally. But I wanted to ask you guys, do you think John Jones is the best of all time? And I ask you this because the fight's coming up on Saturday, and I think it's a good time to discuss this. He's definitely one of the best of all time, but is he the best of all time? Yes. His, his fight history is just is par none. He's the best. I just think in sports, Bob, are you a guy who allow, like I guess it depends on the degree. Are you a guy that allows, like, I don't know like blips in people's careers to take away their greatness. I mean like he was he doesn't even like he doesn't even subscribe to the idea that he was on some type of performance enhancer. He says it was something he didn't know was uh, illegal. But I don't know with 25 wins and, you know, one loss that was like a BS DQ. 12-6 elbow, right? Yeah. It's just like the people he beat I just I kind of got to give it to him, dude. Like his resume is insane. Vitor Belfort, Chael Sonnen. Back when these guys were in, like you know, they were hot commodities. They were big names too. Like, yeah. like he was rampage. Like never beaten. He was never beaten. Rampage, scary dude. Rashad Evans. 
legend. Legend uh, of the fighting game. Leoto Machida. Machida, another legend. Gustafson twice. Gustafson, a hell of a fighter, very underrated. Cormier technically once because the other one's a no contest because of his, you know, his drug pop. But he beat him twice. Yeah, he did. I mean, recently he's been more unimpressive. It seems like he has his last two fights against Anthony Smith and Tiago Santos. It was almost like he wasn't even like trying. Yeah, I'm really interested. They weren't even to like see big... him against Donovan. Uh, excuse me, not Donovan. Uh, Dominic Reyes on yeah. Saturday. Reyes is a lot to prove, man. I mean, I give him a puncher's chance. I'll take John Jones in the fight by. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I maybe it'll go the distance. We'll see. I think it depends how seriously John Jones takes this fight. And he better take it seriously because Dominic Reyes win. isn't like these last two guys that he. he well, fought. no, I think he, dude. I think Santos, John Jones says Santos is is uh, three times better than uh, Reyes. Really, Santos almost called him a few times, man. Yeah, he They're did. the same kind of fighter. They're Santos, knockout guys. You're, um, Santos fought a pretty good fight. Yeah, but I guess back to the original argument, like people who were like deep, deep in the UFC, yeah. might argue with you with like Silva or uh, GSP. But uh, a lot of people, a lot of people do say John Jones. You see, Silva's a great, but I don't think there's much of an argument there. I'll take John over Silva. I do believe that you can argue. Um, who'd you just say, Nick? It's oh, GSP. Thank yeah, you. GSP. I think you could argue. Um, some newer people. If you want to separate the men's divisions and the women's divisions, I don't know, but yeah. I think Nunez is probably the best. Women, woman fighter we've ever seen. Yeah. Um. Even though I saw, did you guys see Ronda come out the other day saying she knows that she's still the best women's fighter in UFC history? Sheesh. That kind of rubbed me the she's wrong way. She's just trying to stay relevant. Yeah. That that rubbed me I the mean, wrong Nunez way. Nunez kicked the fuck shit out of her. I used to really her. like Ronda, but I love Nunez, and there was no need for yeah. Ronda to say that. I I kind of just thought it was cocky, and she got she doesn't really have grounds to be cocky. By Nunez. She lost to who I believe is the best of all time, and she lost to Holly Holm, who's just a, a journey woman at this point. Yeah, and uh, Nunez climbed mountains, man. She climbed the Ronda Rousey mountain, and then she went and did the whole cyborg deal, which is big, big, big things and really moves the woman's side of the sport and puts her at the forefront, man. You can't, you know, she, she wasn't a, an American bred star like Ronda, and she really worked her way into uh, relevancy. But um, yeah, Bob, I, also. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in my answer here. I know both of you guys said John Jones. Uh it's so close for me. Uh, yeah, John Jones. I think John Jones is the goat. Habib's um, up there. I too. do think it's really close. If but it's one of those things where if he has a loss, you know, coming up here in his next couple fights, it could change things maybe. But like you said, the guys that he's beaten over his whole career, and he's still not that old, Nick. Right. Now he's 34. Which, in fighting terms, isn't crazy old. Like, he can go for another he might be younger five, than six that. He years. Might be younger than I that. think he is a little bit younger than that. But, um, yeah, he says he wants to, like, uh, he's definitely a guy that's going to fight till he's 40. He really is. He has that attitude. He has that swagger. And he has that, he's got, like, that dark confidence. Like, it's not really, like, a lot of people don't love him because it's, like, it's not the confidence that's, like, Everyone kind of gets like hype behind. It's like a subtle cockiness that he just knows right. he's better than. Her. He's thirty-two, by the way, but he's got that subtle cockiness where he doesn't get loud, he doesn't get rah-rah. He just sort of like smiles and laughs and is like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm going to beat you anyway." That's why it always kind of surprised me that he, you know, 
had all these PED issues and substance abuse issues. Cause like other than those stories coming out, he never struck me as a, a that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't necessarily know exactly. I don't have to look into that case because he still like swears by the wasn't that big of a deal. He was popped for something that wasn't a big deal. Well, yeah, but he got popped for cocaine a couple times. Well, too. that's different. That doesn't enhance your performance. That's a personal. No, issue. yeah, I understand. And I always just thought that was kind of weird too. Like that personal aspect to John Jones. He never struck me as a guy like that. Yeah. I mean, people party differently, dude. I also <laughs> think he has matured a lot. That was the weird thing about the whole Cormier thing. Here. Like Cormier was like the villain in that feud, and he's like your stand-up dude, and Jones was like the hero in that feud. It was like reverse. Yeah, really weird. I, I think it's like it's like when when you watch a show like The Sopranos, like how a guy like Tony Soprano is such a bad guy and he's glorified. That's that's kind of like what the John Jones and uh, Daniel Cormier feuds kind of remind me of in a way. Yeah. I but, think um, the way Jones handled it was just like, I, be, I beat you after a weekend of cocaine. <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I think people like that shit. Yeah. It's definitely funny. It makes for great ratings. But uh, we have a big weekend ahead, man. We also have Shevchenko this weekend. Who should win? Yeah, two title fights on the card this weekend. It's a shame she's really good, but she's kind of blocked by the whole Nunes thing. Yeah, she definitely is. Uh, Derek Lewis will fight. He's always fun. Hopefully he wins. We love his uh, post-fight Yeah, heavyweight fight. He always says something funny. I'm still looking forward to Engano. That's the fight I'm looking for. Oh, and yeah, dude, I love and Greg that, Hardy. That's the fight I want. He's on that card. Yeah, same he is. Card, yeah, yeah. I, it's whoever hits whoever hits who in the face first. I I still have Engano though. Yeah, I think Engano over Rosenstruck. But I recently rewatched all of Rosenstruck's fights, and Nick, he's definitely like. Against like, against, like, Ivanov, dude, all he did was touch him, and the guy was out. He's, he, like, he's, he's got that punch. Top-notch, dude. Top-notch fighter. But big weekend coming up. I know tomorrow night I'm actually going down to uh, some pro MMA fights down at the 2300 Arena, Nick. It's a shame you couldn't get off work. Interesting, man. Yeah. Um, Should be a good time. Me, my buddy Nick, our buddy Luke, going down to see uh, Kid Cody. Cody Russell fight, his first pro fight. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. We got the XFL. A whole, whole list of list of um, fights on Friday. This is the XFL. I, dude, I'm looking forward to having football on Saturday. And I'll tell you if this, if Vinnie Mac, if the XFL and could, Ollie Luck can just be good enough to get me through to August, the middle of August, when you know camps in full swing in the preseason. I'll be a happy man. They got to have goons, dude. Like, you can't try to be the same thing as the NFL. Like, that won't work. You got to have guys that are just goons and just, like, smack each other. I agree, Nick. You got to have characters and and personalities. But it has to feel less fake than it did the first time around. Yeah, like, the first time had, like, fun football, but everything was, like, weird, like, backstage. He thought that, like, he did too much wrestling stuff. Yeah, it almost, Nick, it almost felt like, uh, like, it's not, uh, what, what was that? Roller derby? The thing that yeah, was like yeah, fake yeah. that kind of similar to the, they would always compare to. But the here's the thing, Bob. The Fox picked it up, which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's definitely and interesting. ESPN's going to have one of the games on Saturday. And the incorporation of Oliver Luck is also interesting. So I'm going to give this thing the benefit of the doubt. I think it's got a chance, Nick. I, I do think the talent is better than what the AAF had. Um, I mean, we'll see. Of course, the talent will never live up to the NFL, but... I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. And like the mind of Vince McMahon is weird. Like I don't know why he wants to redeem this project. Like it's out of all the sports to get into, man. Football is the one that's just 
fails repeatedly when you try to make a counter league, you know. It's but McMahon, I guess he wants to he has some sort of faith in this where he wants to right his wrong. Yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna say that, Nick. I think it almost might be like a redemption thing for Vince to um to um, you know, yeah, right his wrong of what he did the first time and improve upon the mistakes he made last time. I think that's some of these fun rule advances um will make this better than what happened the first hey, time and around. you still get to bet around. football and i still get to bet football i could bet a future bet on who's going to win it all haven't decided who i'm going to take yet but nick i do want us to come up with a team if we do get into it that we root for all right but um obviously we got to watch the first week and the Roughnecks, we really like. the Houston Roughnecks, I think is like the coolest name. Yeah, I agree. That I I thought so too. The Houston Roughnecks was one of my favorite team yeah. names. So that might actually end up being who I'm going to root for. I'll definitely root for him Saturday, but you know, man, maybe I'll become a full time fan. All right, man. Well, that's it for this week. Just yeah, what a that's it, it right? Yeah. It's just uh, UFC on Saturday night. My birthday on Sunday. Yeah, man. Yeah, some excitement. Jordan year. Jordan. Yeah, and then one more year to my Kobe year, and then uh, then I could lease houses at 25. Looking forward to that. Great. Glad <laughs> but, you're looking uh, forward to that. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking around. But all right, guys, it was a blast. Nick and Jack, thanks again. Always love doing this with you guys. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.